All right, Viking fans, I want to talk about some Minnesota football. I'm inspired. I'm inspired to talk about a Viking-owned, purple-blooded, just football player. Let's talk about that next. Welcome to Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Skull World. Please subscribe, like, leave a comment below. Leave a comment. I'll reply back. I want to I want to hear what you have to say, especially about this video. I want to know what you guys think about the Viking that I'm going to talk about next. I was recently, recently on the purple daily show event line and it posted today, Sunday. Now I was on there with a, another fan, Jay, who I think we're going to bring on our show over at purple pocket podcast. That's where we go live. Purple pocket podcast. My boy, uh, RAP. I call the per, uh, purple MLK cause he's bringing Viking fans together. That's my man over there. Uh, we go live quite a bit and we're probably going to have him on the show. We're also going to be going on to uh, the Purple Code Tuesday nights. I think our first show is the 16th. It's a Facebook live show. It'll be broadcast on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. It's uh, trying to get that growing, but we're going to be on there on Tuesdays. We're going to try to get Jay on one of our shows. And Jay inspired me to do a, a video on Eric Hendricks. That's the Viking I'm going to talk about. This guy is a Viking unheralded honestly nationally he's unheralded nationally he's just nobody talks about him and then there was people talking about last year how he's regressed like he's taking a step back we're gonna talk about that we're gonna dive into him and i'm gonna revisit his uh his college years and his draft and you know and then what his current situation is so let's go to the wayback machine I'm going to do a live reaction of what Eric Kendrick's draft profile was. And then we'll talk a little bit more about him. So he was round two, pick number 13. We felt this was a steal back then. I don't know if you remember this, but um, yeah, we, we thought it was a steal. We got him in the second round, man. What what a great addition to our team. I'll go on to talk a little bit more about his college years, but... 40-yard dash, 461, pretty good for a linebacker. Bench press, 19. It's probably not the not the best, but it is, his kind of play though is a little bit different. Vertical jump, 38. That's a that's borderline elite, if not already elite. Broad jump, 124 inches. That's over 10 feet. That's that's elite. This is an explosive player. This is a guy that. Could run you down. That's an explosive player. Stop on a dime or or, or get after you. Uh, he didn't do a three cone. He didn't do a 20-yard shuttle. He didn't do a 60-yard shuttle. He was six foot, 232 pounds, 31-inch arms, not the greatest. Nine and five-eighths hands, not, not bad. But um, people don't remember 
that he, he and then Jay reminded me, I mean, I knew this because Anthony Barr played for them, and I and during our conversation on the show, he he talked I talked about Anthony Barr playing outside linebacker. Let me move my microphone, it's messing with the camera. That uh, Anthony Barr played outside linebacker in a three four and was a rush, you know, a, a edge rusher. And we he's been playing out of position. And I made the comment that we couldn't have th- we couldn't we didn't have three million dollars to get Anthony Barr on this team to play outside linebacker and finally get him in a position uh, where he is comfortable with instead of the, always playing him out of position. Well, Eric Kendricks was in a three four in college, and he won the Dick Butkus Award for the most outstanding linebacker in college football. I'll talk about that a little bit more, but the player bio they had on him back then. Kendricks is an intelligent leader with high, with high football character. Scouts don't see the same explosiveness in Eric as they see in his brother, Mikhail, uh, Eagles linebacker, but they do see the same level of production and desire. Eric Kendricks plays with plus instincts against the run and pass. He has athleticism, athleticism and demeanor to be an impactful, productive outside outside linebacker in a 4-3 for years to come. Outside linebacker in a 4-3. Played in a 3-4. They say he's going to be an outside linebacker in a 4-3. I think wherever position you're going to put Eric Kendricks, he's going to be a good player, but he's been our middle linebacker most of the time. And they said he should have been an outside linebacker. Maybe. Maybe. But we, uh, he's our inside linebacker, and he's going to be in this 4-3. So there's a, but I made a comment on the show that uh, I think he can play anywhere. He just play anywhere. Now his overview, Kendricks is not. Oh, I already read that. So it's pretty much the same uh, overview. Yeah, his bio and his overview are exactly the same. Good job, NFL.com. Uh, his strengths: confident with the downhill attacking mindset. I can agree with that. Good feet to slide, follow, and burst to develop run plays, to developing run plays. Can turn and chase sideline to sideline. And they they were dead on with this guy. Diagnosis quick, diagnosis quickly and attacks run fits while avoiding blockers. Gee, is always around the play. I mean, they just hitting a nail on a head here. This is probably the best one I've read so far. I'm only halfway through. One of the most productive tacklers in college football over the last three years. Not a lie. I'll talk about that soon. Outstanding at keen hips and changing direction. Again, right on. Exhibits good play speed and able to cover man-to-man in space. Who is a better coverage linebacker in the NFL than Eric Kendricks? Good zone awareness and makes plays on the ball. I have not read one of these where I didn't like disagree or didn't know about what they're talking about. The strengths on this player bio, NFL pre-draft bio that they had on him, NFL.com, every single one of these strengths was 100% right on six, seven years later. That's amazing, man. Uh, they got his weak weaknesses. Despite the high tackle numbers, doesn't meet ball carry behind the line of scrimmage as much as he could. Could use more weight on his frame. Everybody says that about linebackers, but again, he's been fine. 
Will drop his head at times when meeting ball carrier in the hole. Maybe I don't know. I don't. He's running people down like crazy. I don't know. He's not a big linebacker. He's not the strongest linebacker, but he's a you know agile, quick, and beats blocks. He's he's all over the field. Wasn't much of a a factor as a blitzer. So we'll talk about that. That may have changed. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I've never had a NFL draft profile be so dead on so many years later that I'm reading right now than Eric Kendrick's bio his uh, and his strengths. And, he was, and some of these weaknesses aren't weaknesses. So I've never be, seen the strengths of a, a draft profile be so nail on the head. So that's Eric Kendrick's. Well, back in college, when he won the Dick Buckus Award for being the most outstanding college uh, linebacker in the nation, I'll supply a uh, video of a uh, highlight video where it opens up with that and him crying, reading his letter, and his brother being, you know, talking about being so proud of him. It's it's heartwarming. And then they go into a highlight, and it's pretty good music. So I'm gonna put it as. I'm going to put it in the description. Go check that out. Treat yourself to the greatness of what Eric Kendricks has been. In pro football focus, shame on you. Madden, shame on you for not giving this guy enough credit for the athlete he is. And I apologize for not doing a video earlier on this. And thank you, Jay, who I think is a subscriber now. I'm going to give you full credit for this. Revisiting Eric Kendricks has been a pleasure. That's how good this guy is. And the 59 pro football focus rating you, you SOBs gave him. I want you guys to return my messages on, on uh, Twitter. Skull Nation, Vikings, Minnesota Sports Talk, Minnesota Sports Talk, guys over in Purple Podcast. Get on Twitter. Get PFF to get on our show because they are doing us dirty. That's embarrassing how off they are, especially about Eric Kendricks. Freshman year, 52 solo, 25, or 77 total tackles, uh, 52 of them so, solo, two sacks, four and a half for loss. Sophomore year, 149 total tackles as a sophomore, 91 of them solo, six loss. Six for loss, two sacks. Is a junior year. Oh, and that's 14 games. So those were both 14-game seasons. 11 games he played in 2013. Um, 105 total sacks. So he must have sat out a few games. 69, uh, 64 solo, four for losses. Here he is. And then his senior year. 145 tackles. That's a, not as good as a sophomore year, but 101 solo, which was better, 44 assists, four sacks. Four sacks at linebacker, one, you know, and um, three interceptions. So he had five in his career, three his senior year. Man, 145 tackles. No wonder we – why did he drop the second round? This guy was a first-round draft pick. He's a first-round draft pick in anybody's book. This, uh, if you go revisit Eric Kendrick's career, he's a top 32 player in that draft. No question asked, obviously. What does he do as a Viking? 
I'll just do total tackles. And then I'll you know I'll talk about a little more in depth the last year. Rookie year, 92 total tackles. What the hell? Nobody nobody's jumped in and dubbed that for us. 109 in his second year. 113 in 2017. Probably our best defense in a while. Um 218 or 2018, 108. There was drop-offs on our team, but Eric Kendricks wasn't one of them. 2019, 110 total tackles. Now in 2018, he missed it looks like two games. He missed two games. He didn't play in two games his fresh uh, his rookie year. He didn't. He missed one in 2016. He played all in 2017. He missed two in on 2018. Missed one in 2019. Had 110 tackles. Played in 11 games in 2020. Sat out quite a bit. Had 107 tackles. No, you put that out, and he's probably 150 tackles if he plays all 16 games now, or 140 at least. Now, in 2021, 143 tackles, he missed two games. So he played 15, and now we played one more game. So 143 tackles, five sacks, and he had two interceptions, and he had three the year before. He had, He's had nine total. Like last year, he had four... In 2019, he had 12 passes defended. He's had, he's got like quarter, cornerback numbers at linebacker. Passes defended 12, 6, 4. These are amazing stats. So last year, all this talk about he's lost his step. PFF gave him his, you know, probably his lowest grade ever. He's led her team in tackles, 143. 81 solo, 62 assists. Five sacks. Now, we had historically, we gave up a lot of plays. There's a lot of plays against our defense last year, so there's probably going to be more tackles. But he didn't He didn't disappoint. So that's Eric, that's Eric Kendricks being an elite linebacker for our team, not getting the respect he deserves. Buckus Award winner. Um, I don't have his... Pro Bowls here, but I think he uh, he didn't get into enough. I can tell you that for sure. I know he's been been at least one. Yeah, uh, yeah. D- lot impact trophy. Minnesota Vikings, 2015-7 seasons. Yeah. So I mean, I wish I had his Pro Bowls up here. I, I forgot to check that out. My bad. But I I know he's been in one, if not two. And but he never got an he never got in enough. I can tell you that for sure. And he wasn't even thought of last year because our defenses the past two years have been historically bad. Being it's just guilt by association. I had that stat that 686 out of 686 we gave up um, points in the last two minutes of the of the half and the last two minutes of the of the game. We were historically bad, the worst defense in the league, and it's. And Eric Hendricks was leading us in tackles, as usual. Got had them five sacks, the most he's ever had in his career, in college or in the pros. And he's thirty-one years old. This and he was thirty. He's going to be thirty-one years old. No, he's actually going to be. This is his thirty-year-old season this year. So he's thirty years old. Still, I consider in the in the right in the prime of his career. Still, maybe the tail end of it. But 
just a little, little tell you what his contract situation is with the Vikings that we need to be thinking about, and that's probably why we drafted Asamoa, is we still have him under contract through 2023 in affordable, 9150000 Now, let me look this up because this is a better view. Um, cap hit $13 million. That's That's going to scare some people, but his dead cap is $5,960,000. Um, his last year, 31-year-old year, 2023, he's 9150 again, 9150000 Cap hits 1930000 So he may be a cap casualty, but he's also an extension possibility. And he's a UFA un- unrestricted free agent in 2024 at 32 years old. Can we, can we extend him another year, another two years? Make that the cap is going to go up. Can we do that? Maybe eat some of it, maybe get a little more reasonable, and maybe understand that he's at the end of his career. And if he wants to play under big contract, through you know he see he saw what uh, Anthony Barr got in free agency, three million dollars. They're friends. They went to college together. They were roommates. He got. We might be able to get this guy for a pretty good deal if we extend him. So that's that's it, guys. Kendricks does not get his due. He's all over the field. He's super athletic. He's one of the best pass defending running back or linebackers in the league, and he does just fine against the run. He's sideline to sideline. That's what we got. He's now in a three four defense, which he was groomed in in college. He led the. He had five sacks, which is like second on the uh, third on the team. I think, like tied for third or third on the team. What can we, what is going to happen this year with the new defense that's going to be more suited for him? And he's got Jordan Hicks beside him, stuffing the run and letting him roam and free. This is awesome. I'm thinking Eric Kendricks is prime set to have a, another awesome year. Screw you, pro football focus. I, uh, in jest, guys, I hope to. God, you come on our show. I'll be completely polite. I, I I reference you guys all the time. You should love me. Anyways, Minnesota Sports Talk. This is Skull World. I'm Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, Skull World. I'm putting videos up like crazy. Go check out my appearance on The Vent Line on Purple Daily. Leave a comment. Support me. Get my name get my name out there. Push that video. I had a blast and I want to do it again. So show some love. And then like, comment this video. That way you can enter my contest. I got the rules in the description below. Skull Vikings, see you next time.